Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I think one of the most powerful things when you negotiate, when you have a challenge, when you um, are to receive feedback, if you're going to get in a fight with your spouse, so often we wait. We wait for the inevitable. Think about your childhood when you knew you did something wrong and your parents were going to get mad, right? What did we do? We hid. We couldn't wait. Is mom or dad home? Is dad home? Is he mad? And one of the best things that I always learned was to get there before they feel the need to give you feedback or get angry. You get ahead of the curve, for lack of better description. It's such a simple concept, and we've lost so much sight with it. And one of the things that we can do is to cultivate a culture of proactive feedback. Getting feedback before somebody feels the need to provide it. Now, I'm going to make a very strong comment. I think feedback really has a loaded feel to it. I think it has a substance to it that can be uh, powerful and damaging. And I'm going to say this, you know, I hear this all the time. Well, feedback's a gift. You know, it is a gift. There's no getting around that. It is a gift. Yet then why do we still provide constructive feedback so readily versus strength-based feedback? And so I think about those things and I think, you know, where are we missing this opportunity? And I think it's because leaders are stretched thin. So if you have, let's just say a one to 10 ratio, you're a leader and you're uh, in charge of 10 people. That person providing feedback, and we subscribe at our company to a three-to-one ratio. Think about that. Three strengths for everyone that's constructive or opportunistic to improve. Yet, when you take 10 times three plus one, that's 40 sets of feedback that over a period of time over a, a week needs to be given. Now, here's the funny thing. We've been trained to look for the things that we need to fix or adjust or provide feedback on that might not be going so well. We're not conditioned to provide strength-based feedback. Now, let me explain that further. Think about when somebody says to an employee, you know, I need to see my office. What's the employee's first response? For 28 years, I've asked that question. In all 28 years, I've only heard two positive responses. Every single time people say, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do? I must be in trouble. Am I being written up? Am I being fired? So why not reverse the model and have the 10 people in control of the feedback? Why not have the 10 people taught how to seek feedback on their terms? Now, let's say we've got uh, Charlie and Lisa, and Lisa's the boss, and You know, Charlie is one of those employees who um, really doesn't handle feedback well. And Charlie goes through a sequence of events and meets with Lisa and says, Lisa, you know, I'd like to schedule 10 minutes on your calendar. 
Um, and he goes in there and he says, you know, Lisa, where do you feel like I'm performing well? If you could give me two areas so I'm aware. And what's that one area where you feel like I can raise my game? Think about what I just said. Raise my game. Not where I should dreadfully throw my head into a wall because I've done something wrong. Now, what's just happened there? One, it's done on Charlie's terms. The language makes it easier for him to receive. And here's the cool part. It's made it easy for Lisa to deliver. She doesn't have to schedule. She's not in a reactive mode. She's not conditioned by what she sees is wrong. Now, with that being said, let's say Lisa does see something. Does see something that Charlie needs to improve. Now there's at least a cadence that Charlie controlled that started to condition him to create a more favorable relationship with feedback on his own terms with what we call WIFT, what's in it for them. In this case, what's in it for Charlie. So the coolest thing about this is if you teach employees how to do this, guess what's going to happen? It's going to increase feedback delivery. It's going to increase feedback acceptance. It's going to increase comfort for both the provider and the receiver of feedback. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.